Blog Talk Radio. And now on Blog Talk Radio, you're listening to Wine Talk with Stu the Wine Guru. Welcome to Wine Talk for today, Wednesday, March 16th, 2011. It's 6 p.m. Eastern, and I'm your host, Stu, the Wine Guru, coming to you live from beautiful Coral Springs, Florida, as I always do. As you know, I'll take your calls anytime during the show at 1-646-381-4860 or email me your questions at info at com. You can also go into my chat room here on the show page and chat with other wine enthusiasts or tweet me any questions you like at StuTheWineGuru on Twitter and I'll read them live on the show. I want to say thanks to all the listeners out there for getting the word out about my show. Welcome to all of you listening worldwide. I call that the power of the people meets the power of the Internet. If you want to find out more about me, just Google Stu the Wine Guru. You can find the websites, videos, articles, and TV shows I'm currently part of. And speaking of articles and reviews, I'm writing wine articles and reviews for Yahoo and The Examiner, so look for those as well. I've also made a Wine 101 video series that can be viewed on just about anywhere, YouTube, my website, uh, and any industry portal. All my wine articles are now available on smartphone, any smartphone. Just download the Hello Vino app, and you can take my wine reviews and articles with you anywhere you go. Tonight, my guest will educate us on the great wines of Greece. His family has been in the wine business for many years and is one of the top producers in that country. The name of the incredible wine company he produces wines for? Kiriani. His name? is Stelios Butaris, and he'll be joining us shortly. Of course, the number to call in, 1-646-381-4860, or if you're shy and you prefer the computer, email me your questions to info at studentwineguru.com. You can also go onto Twitter and tweet me your questions at any time. I'll read them live here on the show. Just send them to at studentwineguru. As always, I mentioned at the top of the show, I've opened a chat room for listeners to go into. Be interactive with us. You can at any time ask questions of me or Stelios, and I'll check into the chat room live periodically during the show to get answers for you. So let me make sure that everyone listening knows Stelios's website. It can go there for more information about his great wine. To learn more about Stelios Butaris 
and his wines, go to www.kiryani.gr. That's K-I-R-Y-I-A-N-N-I.gr. And find out where you can buy his wines locally or buy directly online from their website. That's the beauty of the Internet. You can sip some wine while you buy some wine. So without any further wait, uh, I have to guess for the evening. Stelios, you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Stu. Fantastic. I really want to welcome you. I appreciate that you're on the show tonight. Uh, I want to thank you for coming on and talking about our your fantastic wines and uh, and educating and illuminating a little bit about the, the wines from the great region of Greece. Absolutely. Well, you know, Greece so, has been uh, making wine forever. However, oh, it's only... It's been only the last few years that uh, Greek wine has uh, made it in the regular scene, let's put it this way. Yes, absolutely. And so, and let me let you know, Stelios, how this works. So I have, um, as I mentioned at the top of the show, people are going to be tweeting questions in as we speak. Uh, also, some uh, email questions will be coming in, and I'll also field questions that I'm going to be uh, asking of you as well. So no particular order. So I'll start off with my questions. Um, yeah. What were your earliest experiences with wine, Stelios, growing up? Well, you know, I mean, wine has been always part of the family, you know. Um, you, you know, in European countries and especially in our in our family, you know, wine has always been there. You know, uh, as I was a kid, you know, my father would always dip his finger into a glass of wine I always give me, and I was like three years old, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That, that, so, just to get so, the feeling of it, you know. Absolutely, and and I guess you know uh, it gives you you're you're kind of predisposed to what uh, wine. Well, absolutely, like. I, I I I always wanted to be an architect. You know, I mean, uh, my 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 father always told me, you know, you can do whatever you like, and uh, my mother told me, you know, you can be whatever you like and whatever you wish. However, you know, wine has been always such a big part of the family that I knew I would I would become a winemaker myself in the end. So, uh, you know, I I went to school in the States, I studied mathematics, Uh, I I did the master's then in econometrics, you know, but eventually I got back in the Mm -hmm. wine business. (laughs) You never can get straight too far away, huh, Stelios? (laughs) No. (laughs) So, in that that, that kind of, that was one of the questions I was going to ask you in in that, you know, did you always want to make wine and and obviously, did you have other ambitions and all, but it it seems as if, you know, that's something that's, uh, it was in your blood, so... Um, and yeah, what kind of yeah. glad you did? Well, you know, absolutely, uh, and uh, I mean, it's I think it's a great job, uh, and uh, you do so many different things uh, every day, and uh, it's something that that you know, you, the, the more you do, the more you learn, and, and the more you want to do, you know, and especially you know, for sure. for, for for us Greek winemakers uh, in general, especially myself, you know, uh, you, you want to become part of the worldwide uh, wine scene, you know, and. Uh, that's something that's been been striving for for, for for many years. Sure, and you know, and and that that brings me to another question I have for you myself. Um, yeah. Tell my listeners a little about. And your dad had started Butari Wines, and, and so what well, was it actually, like? It was, it was my great grandfather. Uh, pardon me, I'm sorry. That's, that's right, your great grandfather. That's your dad, your great grandfather. Tell yeah, your, your dad, I'm, I'm sorry for that one. <laughs> um, so, so that, that was back in 1879. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, well, you know, in many wine families, you have some, you know, family feuds and all that. And uh, uh, my father, then, when he was 53, he left the family business 
and he yes. decided to focus on uh, making premium wine, and he started Kiryani. Yes, that's what I wanted to ask about. So, yeah. so tell my listeners a little bit about how Kiryani wines came about and, and, and how they differ from other Greek wines on the market. Well, um, uh, as I said, I mean, uh, Greek, Greek wine has always been, um, you know, kind of mediocre and uh, a lot of retina, you know, this uh, yes. p- uh, pine resin flavored wine and selling to Greek restaurants here and there. You know, we wanted to get away from this and, and uh, actually make a Greek wine that can stand in, the, in, 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 in any wine list, in any wine shop. And uh, so we decided to... to to leave the the big negotiant, you know, the big volume business, and 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 focus mm-hmm. on Xinomavro, which is a Greek grape variety that's very unique and and and, and very special, very similar to Pinot Noir when during growing conditions, but very similar to Nebbiolo also in style, and and yeah, uh, yeah. we decided yeah. to fo- to focus yeah. on that. Yeah. I have found that that it definitely has a, a, a notes of Nebbiolo. Um, yeah. So for the people that appreciate Italian wine, um, have never had Cino Mavro before, um, you know this is what they might expect on the palate. And I did right. want to say, uh, interestingly enough, you know, here in the states, uh, my experiences have been in that it's very easy to find Mavro Daphne, you know, which is a very yeah. sweet red wine. Um, right. So I think people's past experience, uh, as you had mentioned, you know, on on Retina on on the white end, and then uh, Mavrodophany on the red, have been very kind of skewed because that's really only what they've had to look at. And yeah. you know, Mavro uh, is just so different and so um, it's so different. It's it's really a unique grape variety. It's, it's a fantastic yeah. aroma, uh, a very unique aroma. And you know, that's what that's what what it's all about, you know, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we don't want to bring another Chardonnay, another Cabernet in the wine world. We want to bring something different. Uh, right. and, and bringing in uh, 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 wines from a variety that has a very unique aroma, something that can be very distinguished with 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 a nice body, good tannins, uh, good level of acidity, balance. It's something that, that the wine world needs. I mean, not needs, but actually is looking for. You know, more and more people yes. are looking for different style of wines. Yes, and 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 here's the thing. Um, so let me let me grab some questions here. I'm getting some email questions coming in here, and I want to be able to get to them. So um, the first one is from at Seven Springs uh, from Warwick, England, uh, uh-huh. and he's a regular contributor to our um, to my show. He in fact has a uh, he's a vintner. Of Sauvignon Blanc in uh, in South in South Africa, so uh-huh. he says, "Hi Stelios, I hope you are well. I have two questions for you. Which yeah. of your indigenous grape varietals do you uh-huh. feel will show best on the world stage?" That's his first question. Yeah, well, uh, I think that the the the, the one variety that uh, the one Greek variety that that's really showing very well, it's a variety called Asirtiko. Asirtiko is a variety that grows in the, on the island of Santorini, and it's really a world-class variety. Uh, on the island of Santorini, which is a volcanic island uh, with, with, with this limestone ground, gives this incredible mineral taste. Um, however, when growing everywhere in the world, 
it, it, it gives a little bit, uh, it gives wine with a little bit more volume, and it's it's a variety that really is is really unique. Yes, and people will be able to find that uh, you know on your website, correct? Uh, well, a uh, no, they have to go uh, on the wines of Santorini to find it. Okay. Because it's it's a variety that 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 that, that uh, um, uh, is is uh, is grown only on the island of Santorini, or not only but only mainly on the island of Santorini, and uh, we have an interest on, on a producer called Sigalas. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so I'm I want, I'm I'm making notes, and I want my my uh, listeners who are listening globally to to you know follow Stelios's uh, suggestion. And, and and go on online to to find that particular varietal, and then the next question um, that uh, Tim at Seven Springs has is: Which of the international varietals do you feel show the best on your soils? Well, uh, I think uh, Syrah and Sauvignon Blanc. You know, Syrah from red and Sauvignon Blanc from yes. from, from from white. Sauvignon Blanc on the on the on the plains of of, of northeast Greece. It's really shown yes. fantastic, uh, really fantastic uh, um, uh, uh, taste, and and, and yes. exactly also because it's late ripening. You see, the problem with uh, like varieties like Merlot, Cabernet uh, Sauvignon that are a bit earlier rape, uh, ripening in Greece uh, tend to be burned out. So Syrah is a variety that really uh, fits in, in, on, on the soils of Greece. Excellent, excellent. So that, I want to thank Tim of Seven Springs of Warwick, England, for asking that question. There's your answer on that one. The next one is from Una Farris from Perth, Australia. And it says, Stu, you have a great show. I had some great Cino Mavro uh, in Crete last year. I'd like to ask Stelios, why aren't the, vari- the various Greek varietals readily available in stores in Australia? Well, you know, we've been trying in Australia. The last, <coughs> excuse me, the last few years, I've been to Australia trying to promote the wines, and yeah. we, we actually we have been making some inroads. You know, okay. uh, we're selling mostly to restaurants, actually, though. Okay. You know, uh, a restaurant like Press Club in Melbourne or, uh, has done a lot of uh, things for us. And actually, we're trying to 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 sell through a very small uh, uh, wine wine distributor called uh, John Lamb that 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 sells um, premium uh, imported wines in Australia. Okay, excellent. So um, again, I want to thank Una Faris from Australia, and there's your answer. So you're going to have to go over to Melbourne at the moment <laughs> and go to some of the restaurants and, uh, and you know drink some more uh, Cino Mavro. Um, so the next one is from The Wine Bag from Plano, Texas. And it says, I love your show. I tried Mavro Daphne before and found it very sweet. My question uh-huh. for Stelios, are there many wine producers in Greece who export because I can't find many vintners in Texas stores? Mm-hmm. So I guess, yes. you know, um, good. Yes. Uh, well, you know, one of the biggest problems that we have is finding distribution. Uh, in the in the in the in the in the states, you know, a lot of the importers are not willing to carry a Greek wine uh, because Greek wine had has ha, has had all these bad connotations with Retina and Marodaphne. Uh What we're trying we're trying to overcome this and and go into the main distribution channels, and actually more and more um, this has been happening. Well, you know, you go to like to the 
major markets like New York or San Francisco, yes, you can find Greek wines much readily than uh, in Texas. Well, uh, sooner or later we'll be there. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, that's what I, again, I want to thank. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, yes, the wine bag from Plano, Texas, for asking the question. And uh, I guess the answer is be patient. <laughs> it's on its way. Um, so I, I guess I want to go back to some of my questions here, and, and that is, what do you see as the most popular? I guess the most popular the Greek one you had answered that that was uh, before. But uh, but more important, what type of terroir and climate is needed to produce your wine? I mean, in other words, how does it differ from obviously, let's say Bordeaux or uh, uh, you know here well, in the states uh, Napa? Yeah, we're very lucky that we have this Mediterranean climate. Uh, this Mediterranean climate, I think, is perfect for 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 wine growing. You know, you have this really nice long hot days during during the summer uh where the where the temperature drops during the night then you don't have really extreme winters and and the most important you don't have extreme phenomena during growing season you don't have hail in june you would never have hail in june uh, right. so uh really the 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 place where a vineyard is is a fantastic terroir where you know we have it's three hundred fifty hundred meters high and mm. It, it's nice and warm during during the summer. In the winter, in in, in the, during the nights, we have a nice breeze coming down from the mountains. And then in the summer, we get some snow, but it's never really too cold, you know. Yeah, true. And and you know that's the thing. I you know the thing I want I want to get across. It's very important for me, Stelios. When I yeah. when I try to you know through the vintners and through the uh, winemakers that I have on my show to educate my my listeners, is I want to make sure that you know. All the important things get across that you want to get across. So here, my question basically in this scenario would be, what is the most important thing about Greek wines that you want my listeners globally to know or to understand? Mm-hmm. If you can get something across, you know, something that you really want yeah. people to understand. Well, the, 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 the most important about the, the most important things about Greek wine is one, they're very unique. They're very different. You, 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 they're not like another Chardonnay, another Cabernet. We have these unique grape varieties that produce wines that are fresh, crisp, and 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 very food friendly. Uh, I right. think this is a, this is the most important part. Um, you know, uh, for, for us, wine is not a drink. It's actually part of the gastronomy of. Uh, it's part of our culture. Uh, mm-hmm. Wine has always been around. No Greek would ever think of having dinner or lunch without having a glass of wine, you know. And 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 this is a whole culture issue. Uh, right. that, 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 that's very important. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm. That, that's again. I'm. I'm glad. I'm glad we're getting that out because um, I think there's that um, that that you know you want to get rid of the stigma um, that, that, that yeah. surrounds sometimes. And and I, and I think that's extremely helpful. Most importantly, being food friendly. And um, you know, and I always encourage my listeners to go out there and taste and, and, and try. Taste things, yeah. Absolutely, because it's so important to build and to train your palate, uh, mm-hmm. not to get caught up in a rut. You know, I love Pinot Noirs, but I won't. You know, I'm not going to drink Pinot Noirs all the time. Um, and you know, and when you're eating different types of foods, when you're you know going out to eat and you're trying different foods, you know, a lot of times, um, you know, you want to try something else. That goes with a, with that that meal. You don't want to just exactly. stick to that one. 
Yeah, you know, that's kind of the way I, I so I'm always trying to, uh, to, to get that That's the magic about wine, you know, I mean, with wine, we don't have brands, you know. When a, a whiskey exactly. drinker has a brand, you know. Uh, 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 but a wine drinker, a serious wine drinker, drinks different things with different foods at different times. And yes. and, and, and I think that Greek wine can, uh, an acidico from Santorini or ex nomoro from Nausa can really uh, uh, fit well uh, uh, the, 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 the gastronomy of, um, of, of of the region. So, let let me ask you a question: Are there any events that are coming up uh, mm-hmm. at Kiryani, uh, or are there events that you know of uh, nationwide uh, via mm-hmm. via you know the U.S. or you know in Greece? Well, our uh, 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 wines are distributed in, uh, in 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 many markets from the north. Uh, West to 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 Texas and uh, and DC and and New York and we constantly do a lot of small things with the, with the distributor like uh, you know dinners and all that. But in May, in the, the first uh, 15 days of May, I'm going to be traveling throughout the states and I'm going to be doing a lot of winemaker dinners and uh, events at wine stores and uh, uh, we're going to be there. Try to 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 spread the word. <laughs> Excellent, and then and I want to say if someone's going to Greece, obviously they want I want them to 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 come to your to your winery and to your vineyard and and absolutely and, we're know. open uh, every day. Good, good, and 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 that's right. Is there anything happening at the vineyard or the winery that you're doing that? So if someone's traveling, they can they can plan their their trip and say, okay, great, I'm going to go there and I'm gonna, and I'm going to uh, and I'm going to experience, you know, something that's indigenous to. Uh, you know the Greek wineries, or or mm-hmm. the uh, or there's an event that's going on that they shouldn't miss. Well, for, from time to time, not every weekend, but from uh, at least once a month, we organize things. You know, like uh, pairing um, uh, the, the Greek food with wine, or having like a, a music event. There's always something happening in the winery. Uh, we believe that um, coming and visiting the winery and 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 living it is is part of the experience. Right, and that's important, and I, that's why I'm, I want to get people out there. I want people who are traveling. That's the type of audience that I have, Stelios, is that they, they're, they're world travelers. They've been all over, and, and you know we're opening them up to Greek wine for the first time, let's say. So in this scenario, I want them to know that when you go to Greece, that, that you know, this is what you should do. You should visit the well, winery. Absolutely, and, and you know, uh, I mean, we're we, we kind of off the beaten track. You know, I mean, we're like northwest. Uh, yeah. However, in in places much more tourist places like the islands, or, or, or Creta, or or, or or the area in Athens, there are so many wineries that always open. And you know, uh, you know, wine is part, is 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 a very vital part of uh, of Greece. You know, and and uh, a lot of the winemakers, not just us. You know, I mean, I'm talking about you know ourselves, but just. Greek winemakers in general, they're very open to to bringing people and 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 show them around and 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 show them what's all about. That's what it's and that and that's what it's all and that's important. That's what it's all about, and that's what I want to get across to everyone. So I'm going to ask you a question here. That um, well, a couple questions. So when you're not overseeing wine production, Elias, what are your hobbies? What do you like to do? Oh, what I don't have it. Well. Um, more than anything else, I like to draw. <laughs> you do? Sketch, you know, wow. that's, that's one thing I like to do. Okay. So is that uh, your early day? I guess in that, not, you know, studying school, or was that something you always did? You doodled? Or well, that's something I always did, yeah. 
Oh, okay. And, you, and you, uh, you... I, I, I play basketball, which is also very important for me. <laughs> sure. Do you, now, are, can can one see your drawings at the at the winery, or you know, have you have you put anything? No, up no, that's it, personal. You know? That's personal. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought maybe you know, you know, maybe one day, maybe one day, winemaker. Yeah, just say, in addition to being a great winemaker, you just happen to have some great drawings up on you know on the wall in the winery, you know. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to ask you. This is my one question that I ask literally every winemaker that comes on my show. So by way of miracle, Stelios, let's say you yeah. you can sit down with anyone in the world, alive or dead, tomorrow. And now the, the dead person would be alive again. So I, I don't want to say you sit down with them dead, but Let's say you can sit down with anybody in the world, alive or dead, in history or living now, tomorrow, and enjoy uh-huh. your wine with them. Who would it be and why? Uh, any person or just a wine person? Any, anyone. Anyone in history, anyone that, you know, that you, you know, anyone that's, that, that you know, anyone. Well, you know, in, um, you know, I mean, speaking to an American uh, crowd, you know, I mean, uh, one of the, Great wine lovers of the world has been Thomas Jefferson, you know, uh, yeah. uh, and he, you know, he's been collecting wine back in like uh, the 18th century, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love, yeah. I would love to sit with him and, and understand why he was collecting wine and what kind of wine he was collecting. Interesting, and I tell you, I get different answers every time. I I've had people that have said, you know, everything from Barack Obama to uh, to I believe someone said, you know. Abe Lincoln. I mean, I've heard literally everything to, to you know, to uh, Maurice Chevalier. Uh, you know, so it's interesting. It's very interesting. I, I love getting the, you know, the different answers from from people because it kind of tells a little bit about you. It gives you yeah. a, a little insight into you know your psyche and what you think, um, and you know, and, and and what you believe in and what 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 makes you tick. Um, yeah. So I wanted to make sure that I you know I I got through this. Um, I just want to see as far as any tweeted questions. I think I had some. A few tweeted questions here, so let me just get to them. Uh, let's see. Okay, so, uh, yeah, uh, Aloinos uh, is tweeting to me, and he says, uh, all right, uh, how important is the U.S. market for Greek wineries? Well, it's uh, right now it's, it's the most important market. Um, in, in a Greek wine in the U.S. market the last five years, it's been kind of exotic, you know, and and has been making inroads more and more and more, and uh, that's very 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 interesting. You know, you you go to some of the top restaurants throughout the country, and you will find a Greek Moscow Filero or or or, or an Asiltico, <coughs> all these fantastic Greek varieties by the glass, and um, well, it's not inexpensive, you know, it's not cheap. Uh, unfortunately, Greek wine is is positioned in the mid to up category. Uh, however, you can find it, and 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 it's and and for us, the U.S. market has been the most important market uh, the last two four years. Yes, and and uh, another question he has as well. Uh, this is Marcus, of course. Um, what is the best way to educate American consumers about Greek wine? Well, that's uh, that, that's a million dollar question. Part. Hello, Sorry? I said that's the million dollar question. Yeah, that's a million dollar question. Absolutely. Well, um, well, a bunch of producers. Uh, we did an organization in the in, in the U.S. called AllAboutGreekWine.com, yeah. and um, 
we went out, went to the culinary institution, went to festivals, Aspen, Sante, whatever. Uh, we, we talked to masters of wine. We tried to put Greek wine in the curriculum of, 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 of uh, the master sommelier um, um, curriculum there, uh, trying to, to, to introduce Greek wine to the people who start to learn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, for the everyday consumer, that's not easy. You know? <laughs> no, not at all. You have to find a, 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 a wine store, a liquor store that's uh, actually um, educated and, and they're willing to do things. Yeah. Well, listen, Stelios, um, boy, I tell you, the time just literally went by. Um, that's, this, that's the time we have for tonight, and I want to thank you for, for coming on my show. I really, really appreciate it. I, I, it's been illuminating, uh, and I think my listeners have definitely learned a lot as well as I have about Greek wine. Um, I want to thank you for being my guest tonight, and I appreciate you giving my listeners such a great insight into your world, and I hope that you'll come on again. I'll have you on again, and we'll talk more. Would Absolutely. that be good? Thank you. Th- th- thank you very much, Hugh. Thank you. Th- th- thanks to the listeners. Thank you so much. Be well. Thank you again, Stelios. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Okay. That was Stelios Butaris of Kiriani. Uh, I want, uh, and again, I want to, I want to make sure that everybody knows to go to his site at www. Kier, K-I-R-Y-A-N-I, Y-I-A-N-N-I, dot G-R, and check out his wines there. Um, in addition to that, just some, some show notes before we close. My guest spot on the Emmy Award-winning PBS show, Check Please South Florida, aired February 21st and is available on my website. Uh, I also shot a guest spot on the CNBC hit World Show um, Wine Portfolio with Jody Ness, and that will be airing very soon. You'll be able to see it on my website as well. Um, I covered the 10th Annual Food Network South Beach Wine and Food Festival. Absolutely amazing. I've got pictures up on my website. Check that out. Um, I'll also be, I also did interviews for uh, Italian TV, RAITC, Italy. And March 18th through 20th this weekend, I'll be reporting on the Boca Bacanal event. They have great wine dinners, a wine auction, and a grand tasting that you won't want to miss. Lots of good stuff happening. Uh, that's the show for tonight. I want to thank everybody who listened in, who emailed and tweeted questions. I want to especially thank Stelius Butari uh, of Kiriani Estates. If you have any questions about the show, you can email them to info at stewthewineguru.com. You can also go to my website at www.stewthewineguru.com and click on the link for all my wine articles, videos, and listen to the archived wine talk shows. As they always say, if it's time to pour the wine, it's time for Stew the Wine Guru. Drink up, good night, and good wine.